Welcome to Sober Chicks Recovery with Julie. (laughs) (laughs) It is so cute. I wish everyone could see what you're doing right now. So as we record this, Julie is watching the meter to make sure that she's loud enough because I'm super loud and she's super quiet. I had a woman at a meeting once accuse me of having a mousy voice. Like she literally came up to me. Um, I won't name the group or Bitch, the please, did I ask for your opinion? And she was like, can you read this out for me? It was a bigger downtown, very cool group. Um, and I said, sure. She goes, are you sure? Because you kind of have a mousy voice. And Why I was did like, you what? ask me? But now I maybe she's right because when I'm literally not eating the mic, you don't really hear me that well. Yeah. So tell us how I you, digress. Tell us how you learned this expression. Eat, Eat the, the mic. mic. Well, I was at Lisa's wedding. Thank you. And the pastor, they asked me to read Jeremiah 29, 11, which I love. And the pastor literally shoved the mic in my face as I was about to talk. And she was like, eat the mic, eat the mic. I'm standing in front of all these beautiful people at a holy sacred event. And she's like yelling this in my ear. And I'm like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> we had no rehearsal. I think it came off beautifully for no rehearsal. I think it was perfect. It was awesome. Yeah. So this is uh, Two Sober Chicks with Lisa and Julie. And uh, we have just created a new email. It's to the number soberchicks at gmail.com as a way for you to, um, if you want to send us questions about recovery, about alcoholism, that's a way you can do it. We also found out that you can send us an email, I guess, directly from our Facebook page, which is at Sober Chicks Recovery. Right. And um, what's another way? Oh, and... If we're ever on Facebook, it says that you can chat with us live. Chat live. Please do tell us what you want us to talk about. It doesn't even have to be a question. Give us a topic. That would be great. Um, so, wow, there's as we talk, there's so many topics that jump into my head. Like one of them was mentioning my wedding. I never thought in a million years that I would attend any wedding sober, mm. let alone my own, mm. that I could attend any wedding sober. So maybe that'll be a future topic, um, how to attend events sober. Yeah. How we do it. And how we project into the future, like when we get sober, how am I going to go get through New Year's? How am I going to get through a wedding? How am I going to get through a graduation? Yeah, because when you first um, come into recovery and you get sober, that is a big topic. A big question in your mind is, how is this ever going to be possible? But I'm going to do all these things. Yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe we'll look at that. One thing I won't do is drink non-alcoholic drinks. Ooh, slippery slope. This is our topic for today. This is our topic for today. So if you're new, uh, I, I have been there. I have been there where I thought, hey, I can't drink alcohol anymore. That's becoming obvious to me. But maybe I liked the taste of beer. And I did actually like the taste of beer. I liked the frothiness and the, I did. I don't know why. A lot of people don't like the taste of liquor, but I loved the taste of beer. So I had it in my brain that this would be a good substitution. I would drink non-alcoholic beer. And I remember calling my sponsor with this great solution and telling him, (laughs) (laughs) telling him, (laughs) a sponsor in AA is like a guide, you know, they're kind of like you're your guide, your guru to, you know, how to handle life on life's terms. And I'm telling him at probably a month sober that I found the solution to all my problems. I'm going to drink non-alcoholic beer. Nice. And he suggested that that probably wouldn't be a good idea. So here are some reasons why drinking non-alcoholic beer 
is not a good idea when you're an alcoholic. What's what's number one? Um, well, as it was very aptly put to me by someone's sponsor, non-alcoholic booze is for non-alcoholics. Bam! That nailed it for me. I was like, I've yeah. never heard that before. Yeah. I almost bought a bottle of non-alcoholic wine very, very early in sobriety. And for some reason, it really scared me. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't do this. Um, because I am so afraid of turning that pathway on to the incontrollable urge to drink. I don't want that switch on. Thankfully, the obsession to drink was removed very early on for me. And I relapsed at about two and a half years. And that signal came back on probably not even before I was swallowing that first sip of wine again. So uh, to turn that craving back on, what do we call it in the rooms? There's a name for it that's at the edge of my consciousness. Um, Not the desire to drink, but like the obsession. Obsession. I don't want that obsession to come back. And so putting something in my mouth that tastes like a beautiful wine or a beautiful whatever might just do that. And I'm not willing to take that risk. Like, is it really that important? We were laughing just before the beginning of this podcast as we poured ourselves some uh, Perrier water with ice cubes. I don't know if you can hear that. Maybe not. Maybe not now. I said it would be really funny if everybody could hear the tinkling of ice cubes (laughs) in my glass. They're going to be, those girls aren't sober. Yeah, and the fact that there's four animals in this place and I'm sniffling all the time. I'm like, well, we'll be sniffling and you'll hear (laughs) ice cubes tinkling. Like, And then I said, we'll just name it sobriety to us. Two sober chicks, sobriety according to us. Sobriety in new age times. Okay, so my experience with, yeah, I discovered the non-alcoholic beer in the grocery section. And I called up Roy, my sponsor at the time. And I'm like, hey man, they have this non-alcoholic beer. I was thinking of get it, getting it. And he said, why? And I said, well, you know, because I like the taste of beer. I miss the taste of beer. And he paused and he said, did you actually drink alcohol for the taste? Hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I drank it for the effect. <laughs> I drank it for... I just happened to like the taste. (laughs) Yeah. So I was one of the lucky or not lucky ones that liked the taste. So that was why it was not a a good suggestion. And I love what Julie has brought up too about triggering. Um, Non-alcoholic beer smells like beer. Mm. It looks like beer. It makes that sound when you pop it open. And wow, the smell. It does smell like beer. So... Why would I want to do that to myself? Why would I want to trigger myself? And the other thing that I thought of is, who am I trying to fool, myself or other people, into thinking that I can drink like normal people? To me, it highlighted the fact that I was still trying to fit in to the crowd. And instead of accepting that I can't drink like normal people can drink. My sisters are normal drinkers. My sisters will have one, two, maybe three And then you know what they say? They say things like, um, and then I feel it and I stop. (laughs) I was like, oh, I felt it and I drank harder. I was like, yeah, this is what I want. Yeah, that's like the flag in the races with the cars to like, now you really go. (laughs) Once you reach that point, that's when it really starts. I think when I heard one of my sisters explain drinking that way, it was like, oh, that's the difference between us. Yeah. She had a shutoff switch and I didn't have that switch. Yeah. I was at a family member's house. Good. You, you see, I yes. said sisters, but I have two, so Anonymity. you don't know which one. <laughs> um, and 
there was somebody there that had a cider and at some point in the night she got up and she was leaving and I looked at her and I'm like, aren't she literally had like a third of it. It was still three, the glass was three quarters full. And I said, aren't you going to have the rest of that? (laughs) And she said, oh no, I'm starting to feel it. And I went, oh my God, do you know how torturous it is for me as an alcoholic to witness this right now? (sighs) Like my heart's beating. Everyone in my family is just looking at me like, okay, settle down. (laughs) Okay, train wreck. Take it over there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. The feelings. Um, Definitely. So why would I do that? It's kind of like for a long time, I didn't, I didn't, I had to accept that maybe I wasn't going to hang out with the same people and do the same things and go to the same events. Mm -hmm. So if I was looking for something to take with me so that I could fit in with those same people at those same events, then that was a sign to me that I wasn't fully accepting my condition. Yeah. And I've often heard it said that, you know, people who are allergic to nuts don't eat fake nuts. (laughs) 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 They don't feel the compulsion to you know, find a substitute for nuts. Right. They just don't eat nuts. Why? Oh, because nuts will kill them. Yeah. Well, and then it brings about a very important point. How important is sobriety to you? Is it more important than needing to taste what beer used to taste like to you? Yeah. So what are you hanging on to? Maybe some good questions for you to ask yourself if you're thinking that you might drink some non-alcoholic beer. Or as my old-time sponsor... Uh, may he rest in peace, hmm. used to say near beer. I thought that was so cute. It's yeah. near beer. I've heard that too. <laughs> He's like, another thing he said was, when have you ever been nearly drunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shall we end that there? I think that's good. All right. All so, right. Again, our email, two sober chicks at Gmail. That's the number two sober chicks at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or to message us here through Facebook and listen to us on soundcloud.com is it backslash sober chicks recovery type it in you'll find it you'll find it just search sober chicks recovery oh yeah wait it's on this page you can just oh are they listening from (laughs) from facebook or from i don't know how all of this technology works in this day and age (laughs) julie just comes over i hit record and then i upload it magically to the internet and that's how it gets done yeah because we're two sober chicks in recovery i'm lisa i'm julie have a great 24 bye Shut up.